0: Hello and welcome to your daily dose of commentary. Today we start with the topic, will GTA 6 receive the same negative publicity as GTA 5? So Nick Tech posted this news report about GTA 5 when it released and I was asked the question, is the news going to act the same way when GTA 6 releases? Earning $800 million in just 24 hours. The shooting game not only features but glorifies murder, strong sexual content, and nudity. A game that allows you to uh, pick up prostitutes and kill them and collect their money. I don't know if that sends the uh, most family-friendly message. VIP game store owner Bill Greenway says that is exactly why GTA 5 is so popular with younger gamers. It gives them the chance to defy their parents. The mere fact that you make something controversial and tell, tell kids of a certain age that you can't do this, well, automatically, that's like uh, that's like sending, oh, pulling up uh, the honeypot in the midst of a bunch of flies. It's like, oh, I'm not supposed to do that? Pa-choon, I'm going. I like this dude's qualifications here, parents. And he's holding a kid just to prove it. Do I think the news media will act that way when GTA 6 comes out? Absolutely. But it, it, it's just depending upon the audience for that particular type of content, right? Like, obviously, with the release of the trailer, most things that are covering GTA 6 right now are covering it in a fairly positive way, I think. But it's just going to depend on the particular organization and their likely viewers as to how they're going to cover it. Obviously, games media is gonna cover GTA 6 in the most positive way imaginable. Do I think there's gonna be more or less negative coverage of GTA 6 compared to GTA 5? Hard to say, but I think it's probably gonna be more positive. I guess GTA is just an even larger media franchise now that makes so much money, and everyone wants to get clicks off the back of it. I suppose, though, on the base of that, you'd think that there would be equal amounts of (laughs) GTA 6 bad, GTA 6 good, because everyone just wants people to click their articles based on their thoughts of the game. I do, however, think that this stuff is more acceptable than it was in the past, like violence in media. There are clearly far, far more violent games that are far, far more popular now than we in 2013. I don't think, oh, video game violence is bad is as much a talking point as it was in the past. The sexual content is probably still going to be talked on, I think. This GTA 5 lore video is all wrong. So sometimes I will get recommended GTA 5 lore videos. And out of curiosity, especially if I'm already writing something about something related to the video, I'll check it out. And so I I got recommended this video, right? By Gaming Investigators, Hobson. It's got 160,000 views. And as far as I'm aware, like everything they say about stretching it is wrong and or entirely speculation. And I don't know what to do about that. I think, think there are some people who believe this kind of stuff, that Stretch had a deal with the ballers from the get-go, from prison, and he killed D as a part of, like, a deal with the ballers so that he can get, like, an upper-level position in the ballers. There's no evidence to that at all, and there's a lot of stuff entirely contradictory to that in the game. But this is the narrative in which they put here, and that 160,000 people watched, no one really disliked, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, of course, sure. It's just to get views. Is it, though? because I think there are people who sincerely could believe this stuff. It makes you realize, though, that the amount of effort I put into a lot of my content is entirely unnecessary. <laughs> I could say basically anything and people would believe it. Yeah, it's funny because, like, this is wrong too. Stretch never betrayed the families. So or at least that wasn't what he was trying to do. But you'll see that in my Franklin video. And if this was coming out after the Franklin video came out, go watch it and understand what Stretch was actually about. I, again, on some level, I do think Rockstar are a little bit to blame, because as I have said before, I had misconceptions about the story that wasn't revealed to me for a ridiculous amount of time, perhaps only when I started making content about the game. That's why having played through it so many times and listened to their dialogue and stuff, even after all that, I didn't fully understand the story, and so I, I made small errors. Like, if, you, if you, you can miss, like, one line said in a car, and, and you have wrong interpretations of the story and what they're doing and stuff. Like, I think people do have valid criticisms of GTA's story. It's an interesting story if you're willing to do the legwork and stuff, but uh, it's not a lot of it obvious. As I say, go watch my lore videos, Michael, Trevor, and Franklin. I will say though, of all the characters, I had the most misconceptions about the story related to Franklin, because he's covered the least. Let me show you the opening joke of the episode. Franklin Clinton, surprisingly not the bastard son of Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton, but actually one of the three main characters of the hit video game Grand Theft Auto 5. <laughs> I know I've made that joke before, but uh, <laughs> I love that joke. So the questions are, what happened to Franklin's parents? What was the beef between Franklin and Stretch about? What happened between Franklin and Tanisha? Why did Franklin not suggest Lamar as a gunman in any of the heists? Are Franklin and Lamar really friends? How does Franklin know who Martin Madrazo is? Why does Lamar give chop to Franklin? There were some other questions that I've just cut in the end. It is Franklin's first safe house owned by Franklin or his aunt. I cover that in another question. Why is the mission long stretch able to be done after the jewel store house? I don't think it's a vague question. Yeah, there might have been like another question or two that I removed that get answered in the other way. Uh, like some of these questions are not the exact wording of the questions that I was asked, but they combine together multiple questions to cover them all in one go. But I don't think it's something I did in the previous ones, but I, it made the most sense with this one. I will say of all the lore videos, this is the one that most clarified my own understanding of the lore. Where had you asked me these questions, I would have been less able to give answers prior to making this video. And if you'd asked me these questions, say, three years ago or something, I probably was being wrong. Will I do a lore video on side characters? I do have one that hasn't come out, answering just miscellaneous questions about characters that aren't the main characters. I don't know how good it will be or how good the questions are. I can't remember because I answered them so long ago. It's just the editing is a mini-miles. I haven't touched it in a long time, but uh, we'll see how that goes. After 11,000 hours, i finally completed all achievements in GTA 5. So I don't know if I should put this into rambles, but I think I will. December 5th, 2023 is to be remembered as the day when I finally completed GTA Online. I have acquired all 77 Steam achievements and all 327 Social Club Awards. I can now recommend GTA 5 Online as a game worth purchasing despite that it takes 10,859 hours to complete. And only like 500 of those are GTA Online, Chad. <laughs> so here's my new review on Steam, recommended. It takes 10,859 hours to get all the achievements in the game. It is still a good game though. I recommend it and GTA 6 when it releases. I wish you all the best, boop. And there shows all the achievements. It's funny, on Social Club, there is no like 327 out of 327. It, it just doesn't show that. So there wasn't one image I could show here of getting all the Social Club awards. Moreover, on the back end of my account, it seems to have some of the awards bugged, suggesting that I don't have them, even if in the game, they're all there. It's very strange. Regardless, I've got them all. Who cares? The reason why I'm, I'm hesitant to put this in rambles is that, like, it will take eons before this footage actually gets out. But obviously, this, this has been seen by, like, like, 200,000 people. It's not it's, it's not really going to be a secret that I've succeeded, right? And the amount of people who will see it on the Ramble channel is small by comparison to the amount that'll uh, eventually watch it on YouTube. Mr. Boss for the win is back from the grave. So a very funny thing happened. When Rockstar released the announcement for the trailer, Mr. Boss, a guy who releases like multiple videos a day about GTA 6, despite having no information, for some reason didn't release like any videos about the uh, finally getting official confirmation from Rockstar when the trailer was releasing. Everyone was talking about it except Mr. Boss and people were like scared. Not like exactly scared, but like worried in a way for some random scumbag on the internet. TG says here, yet again, when we get official info from Rockstar Games about GTA 6, Mr. Boss for the win is nowhere to be seen. Now isn't that ironic? And so it's like 18 hours and nothing. And and it, it goes on even further than this. Like it's multiple days he said nothing. And so I said of this, if Mr. Boss ends up being found dead, we will all be suspects considering we have all undertaken thousands of assassinations at this point. I bet one of these dudes ordered the hit. And there's Franklin from the payphone assassinations on GT Online and Lester of course from the assassinations in single player. But you know, I'm sure you guys will be happy to hear this, but, uh." I guess Mr. Boss for the Wind remembered his password, or they let him out of jail, or whatever happened. And of course, in one day, he releases six videos about the trailer. <laughs> After taking a three-day break. His numbers aren't that insane, but I mean, it's th- this dude deserves no views at all. With the amount of just amazing clickbait and garbage nonsense that he's uh, posted. And of course he said, 250 things you missed in the GTA 6 trailer. Because he wants to steal the thunder of TG who said 50 things you you missed in the gta 6 trailer and of course like it's a minute and 30 seconds of footage there isn't 250 things in the entire goddamn trailer dude is garbage but uh funny to meme on am i still going to play gta 6 even if it only comes out on console one big question that i've had from a lot of people is one of my thoughts more specifically on that gta 6 is coming to pc a year after console meaning i'm going to be playing gta 6 on console for a year and these were my thoughts i would play gta 6 even if it required me to rub my balls and shatter glass and hook my nipples up to a car battery. Being trapped on console for a year isn't the end of the world. If anything, given that consoles are more secure, generally speaking, in the online aspects from modders and stuff, I mean, it would be nice to have some sort of base in that GT Online that I can play when I need to. And as well, it would give me like a platform to potentially collab with uh, people who do play only on console. Obviously my bread and butter is PC. The modding scene is something that I, I care a lot about. The amount of amazing, cool things that can only happen on PC because of the modding is, is obviously extreme. So I wanted it to come PC desperately and it will, will probably look better on PC as well, but I'm not as concerned about it being on console. The main thing I hate, of course, about the console is that I have to use a controller, but I suppose I'll just get better at it <laughs> as I play. Speed running with controller though is gonna be wow. <laughs> but even after 10 years of GT5 being out, I still don't know the buttons on controller. You can hear me all throughout my GT Online completion. Whenever I need to use controller for a flying vehicle that's weird in GT Online, I'm like, WHAT'S THE button TO CHANGE WEAPONS? or to fire the missiles, Chad? I don't understand. And then I like, I pressed the wrong button, I'm like, oh no. One of the, one of the most nerve wracking things when I was doing a lot of the criminal mastermind stuff and I had to use a controller for like a Deluxe or something, was I'm sitting there going, do not press the wrong button and fire a missile and kill yourself, please. Multiple times I accidentally pressed one. So what I'm saying is by being on console for at least a year, I'll learn the fucking buttons. And that won't happen as much. Just plug a mouse and keyboard into your console. It's not early 2000s anymore, my guy as nonsense you'd have to assume that the console natively supports the keyboard and mouse the keyboard and mouse third-party adapters that seek to map the joystick onto a mouse are never particularly good and a huge pain in the ass maybe they've come a long way in the like the what i probably looked into it like five years ago or something so there are possibilities there but it's kind of cheating if you're playing a multiplayer game where you actually versus other people and you have a keyboard and mouse and they don't i've heard whispers at least of companies trying to go to efforts to detect when people are doing that in their games because it is cheating. Because you've got a, a much superior hardware that isn't natively supported by the game. Like if Rockstar supports it natively and you can just plug a keyboard and mouse and a mouse into the console, then I will do that, of course. But it's not guaranteed. But I can hope that happens, okay? And if that does happen, maybe the online version on console would become my main platform just so I don't have to deal with the modders on PC. I don't know, we'll see. Someone doesn't like my GTA 5 roleplay contents. I know it is somewhat arrogant to say this chat, but I'm gonna say it. May I be a little bit humble. At least 50% of the people who dislike me or have negative opinions of me, I feel like I'm being chatted with 50%. They simply don't know me and dislike me for reasons that are entirely unjustified either in that they're unfamiliar with my work entirely, or they believe I've done things that I haven't done at all. And one evidence for this is something I consistently run across. Like this comment was about me by RP, where he says, ''Honestly, I don't think anyone could make his content look good. His RP is cringe.'' Speaking of my amazing roleplay content, being one of the few GTA content creators who has literally never done roleplay, not even once. Not even as a joke, not even to just dip my toes into it, like literally never. But I've had this criticism of my content, perhaps more than of like any of my actual content. The amount of people who dislike me, who think I'm a GTA role player, who's apparently a hard right libertarian, is another one I hear all the time, both so amazingly, amazingly untrue. Like, like if you know even 1% of, of who I am or my content, conclusions impossible to reach. But funnily enough, A lot of the people who have very strong opinions about me being a bad person who has done bad things somehow know so little about me despite these strong beliefs that they believe i have these politics that i don't and that i make content that i've not touched at all that it's actually like a a meme i guess to to this point that that i've never done rp right but anyway i said here of of this comment one of the most consistent criticisms i see from people who dislike me is that they believe my roleplay content is bad One of these days, I'm going to make roleplay content to find out if they're right. Of course, as I'm continuing my meme of updating my bio, I said, GTA 6 voice actor and roleplayer, because I'm now apparently a roleplayer, according to my detractors. No one can compete with TGG's GTA 6 content. So I remember when I was down in Melbourne, and I was talking to TGG about GTA 6, and what our potential careers are going to be like, with their game. And I said, I, I was worried that um, things are gonna be really competitive. There's gonna be so many more people creating content. And I was suggested to him that I'm almost less worried for myself because what I do is sort of pretty original, unique kind of thing. And I suggested, like, like the a lot of stuff he does covering the news and um, the, the trailers and developments and, and, and all that stuff and the, the new releases, the updates in the, in the way that he does. I'm like, a lot of people are gonna be doing that. And he's just like, no, 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 no. I'll do it the best most committed i'll put like a twist on it i i've, I've got this i'm like all right if, if you say so man because in my head i was like i i'm i'm probably gonna have to cover the uh, some of the similar stuff to tgg at least a little bit more than i did for gta5 but watching him now cover like the first trailer for gta6 like he's just like immediately on the ball like the frame that the the leaked He's like, I know, detective mode, he can sense that, spider sense, the trailer's released, and he just, he's throwing out the videos, like the, the, the um, 50 things you missed, like the, the perfect breakdown kind of stuff, instantly before everyone else. And he's like, his videos came out before everyone else, he's, he's got like the, the, the streams as well. He's right, he got nothing to worry about. <laughs> like, even if I somewhat cover the same stuff, I'll be like days behind him in my coverage. He'll be camping out, the rockstar headquarters and know of this stuff before everyone else kind of stuff what i mean is i respect this hustle i don't think there's anyone doing it better than tg right now and uh <laughs> i think he's just gonna get better as he goes tg has energy yeah a he, he young man he, he got some uh, i got some years on him onion is the most overrated thing in existence so there are always on twitter A variety of images that people post to like bait engagement. This is one of them. What opinion will you defend like this? And there's just a huge crowd of people with one guy standing apart saying, Yes, you all are wrong. I, of course, have a few of these, some of these more or less serious, but this was my take on it. Onion is the most overrated thing in existence. All food is better without it, and people don't eat it by itself for a reason. People fire back like, Man, salt. Like people don't eat salt by itself. And I'm like, You crazy, I eat salt by itself. I walked by the table when I was a kid and I would take some salt, put it on my hands from like the salt shaker that was on the table and then I would just lick my hand. Yeah, chicken salt, I eat that by itself. I I, I would occasionally have a chicken salt shaker here and just like shake it in my mouth every once in a while because it's fucking delicious. That's no insane, salt is delicious. And of course, someone fires back. This is how I feel about pickles too, except some psychos do eat pickles by itself. I was fuming. Did you just dare to slander pickles in my replies? I love pickles. I legitimately eat pickles from jars. My fridge has no food in it right now, except pickles. And I do eat those pickles every time I go down. I got burger pickles, I got gherkins. Love pickles. My sister, when we were younger, she'd sometimes get nuggets from McDonald's, but sometimes she'd get a cheeseburger. I'd love when she gets a cheeseburger because she'd give me her pickles every single fucking time. I'm like, yes, son! More pickles! Let's go! Some of my best memories as a kid are getting those extra pickles from my sister's fucking cheeseburgers at McDonald's. And that's not because I don't have other good memories in my life. It's because pickles are amazing, especially McDonald's pickles. I love this meme I've got going now where I change my bio based on whatever random bullshit I'm talking about on Twitter. And so, of course, I made it official, professional onion hater slash GCA6 voice actor. The two most important things about me that you just need to know. Do I like tomatoes? Not particularly. I can eat them on stuff, but like, I, I don't favor having them. Tomato sauce is good, though. Answering your most interesting questions. Who's the person that has been the longest with you related to your career? Maybe an editor that's still working with you, a manager, or even a viewer that you happen to know somewhat more closely than the average? even after all this time i don't know any of my viewers all that well like personally there are viewers that i see in chat i'm like hey it's that guy i like that guy but it's not like i could tell you where they work or where they live or their real names those are the kind of parasocial relationships that you try not to foster because they're potentially unhealthy you want to make a person feel like they're good or whatever but you don't want to be like "Uh, we're the best of friends I'm, i'm some internet guy you should give me all your money kind of thing it's potentially exploitative, right? I don't really have anyone that I'm super close with. If I have a struggle, something I worry about, something I want to talk about, I don't DM someone, I talk to you guys, an amorphous blob of people that I can get feedback from about my current woes. Is that healthy? Is that better than having a person you can perfectly confide in? Probably not, because obviously I can't confide everything in you guys, because anything I say to you guys can leak to the public. There is stuff, personal stuff, Not that there's much of it, mind you. Like, I'm a very open dude, but obviously I can't talk about literally everything I conceive of or issues I have with you guys. Most of them I can, but I could say things potentially that would get me in trouble with other people in places. Like for example, I wrote that long essay. What if I had like a group of two or three friends to have drinks with or something and I I would just vent my frustrations to them. Maybe that essay wouldn't have happened, but I have a big trouble trusting people chat. I trust people to an extent, but I trust people that's I believe are incentivized to not screw me over. I never want to be in a position where a person doesn't have more of a reason to act in my interests than simply that they like me. Often for also moral reasons, like if a person's doing something for me, I want them to also benefit from it as well. But I don't like just to be like, well, I hope they don't screw me over. I want to have, rational justifications to believe that they're not gonna screw me over. And being a public figure, anyone I confide in will potentially be able to fuck me over if I tell them two personal things and those DMs leak or something, right? I don't don't think I have anything in my head that'll particularly be so damaging to me publicly or something, but I worry about these things being a public figure. How many people out there have gotten into scandals, drama, whatever, and DMs they've made have come back to haunt them? Like I don't even have like accounts on porn sites or something. What if I click something wrong by by accident or just curiosity, and then suddenly, like 10 years from now, someone's like, oh, we found Dark Viper AU's porn account, and like, like most of this stuff's good, but what is this back in 2019? Oh, this is not some good stuff, Mr. Dark Viper, and, and I'm fucked, right? I'm fortunate that I am a pretty good person, as far as I'm aware. I don't work to disadvantage people. I don't work to fuck over people. I, I treat people as much as I can with respect, I try to act in a way that benefits other people as much as it benefits me. I treat people fairly. I do that both for emotional, moral reasons, you could say, but also for self-interested reasons, because I think that is the best way to protect myself from potentially sinking myself somehow with greed. The person I am probably the closest with is Martin, my first ever editor, because he's been here now for like three to four years. He's been there with the ups and downs. He's seen the growth of everything that I'm doing. He, he, He would have the most information about everything that I've done, but we're not particularly that close. I probably know more things about him personally than I know about anyone else. But even then, we're not that close. Like the main reason I wanna see Martin succeed and potentially get a lot out of his association with me is because when I was looking for editors, I went through like 20 something, 30 people and none of them were suitable. Perhaps in part because like, I didn't know as much what I was looking for. I didn't have good methods to test people as I do now. And Martin was like one of the last people I tested when I was like, fine, okay, I'll just just test this guy. It'll be fine. And he was good enough to meet my standard. And that led to much of what I have now, where I have a lot of people helping me out with stuff. Maybe if Martin wasn't there, I would have just continued to soldier on doing literally everything myself until I died. I would have been far less successful, would have made far less content, the content that I did make would be worse because I'd be trying to split myself between making so many different things that I want to do. Or of course, I may have just found someone else. Who knows? But uh, I do think I owe him to a degree. Like if, if I ever just want to drop and quit, Martin will be a person I will give <laughs> some money to. <laughs> I don't know how much, because I believe I owe him to a degree, right? And then, but uh, I was thinking, even that, I'm not that close to him. Martin will inherit the channel? I don't think it will go that far, but I have thought because my mother is not badgering me, but every time she sees me, she's like, Gee, have you written a will yet? Because if you if you get hit by a bus or something, like, it'd be like hell for everyone. Obviously, because you you'll be dead. But I mean, you also potentially have to give a bunch of money to the government or some shit. Just, just write down on a piece of paper what you want to do. And I've thought about like just being like, anyone who can prove that they helped me in some capacity on my YouTube channel, give them X amount of money or something. It's, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'll do that. I don't know how, how much sense that makes, but... How much tunnel vision do you think there is in the speedrunning community in regards to strats? Questions that ask you to quantify an amount of something in a broad category are far harder to answer compared to questions of whether something simply exists in something, right? Like for example, I can tell you racism exists. It's a lot easier to say and prove than it is to prove how much impact that has on any particular thing or how much of that exists in a population, right? And in the same way, the tunnel vision, of course exists in the speedrun community, of course. But it's obviously gonna differ in different communities amongst different runners at different times in the history of different runs. I often say it makes sense for, and you hope that new runners will always be coming in because they'll be like, oh, why is this done this way? I think this other way will be better. And people are like, "Ah, oh, you don't know what you're talking about, kid. It's nonsense. So I, we, we dismissed that years ago. And then they do it and it's fast. And you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> like that's happened like a dozen times in Speedrun GTA 5 where we've thought one way was the best way. New set of eyes, found something new, or even looked at old things that were dismissed and found something new as well, or, or rather or f- found that old thing was faster. But that is the case, not just with speed running, but with life in general. Everyone will eventually get set in their ways in doing what they're doing, having it harder to think outside the box because you've been doing things in a certain way for so long. Getting a new set of eyes on a thing is uh, often very good. It can also be very frustrating though when new people come in and they ask like a 100 questions that have already actually been answered over the last up to years and have already been dismissed and you got to kind of retread at the same ground but it's often useful to retread the same ground to some degree if you like and subscribe i'll be sure to pass them on to my editors thank you for watching and i wish you all the best